Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Chai Spirits, guys. I'm here today with John, of course, and our special guest judge for today's Fantasy Spirits matchup, Todd. Hello, Todd. Hi, guys. Hi, Todd. Now, we love Todd here at the podcast. Friend, we, friend of the show. Strongly. Yeah. He, um, <laughs> probably our first listener. And sometimes only. Yeah. <laughs> and an early episode, probably the only. Um, has been with us since the beginning, so we are very... Very honored and humbled to have him with us today on an episode and to be our judge for this very important matchup. A very fair judge. Yeah, sure. Sure. He definitely well, was not slipped any money beforehand by any of the contestants. Nobody named Parker did that. Of course not. I would never dream of that. Now, uh, now Todd, uh, tell us a little bit about uh, what you like to drink. I am primarily a bourbon drinker, but I'm exploring... Um, other liquors, largely due to your influence. I'm, I'm happy I could help. Um, I know I know we were drinking before we started rolling some tequila. That was uh, fantastic. Tequila is my latest vice. Um, also a little bit into, into rum, um, thanks you're, to you. But yeah, I'm exploring this. A wonderful spirit. Um, some good stuff out there. And that's awesome. That's awesome. So Hopefully not too influenced by Parker's palate. <laughs> no. I mean, very unique. He, he and I definitely have had our disagreements on... On certain bourbons and such, so that's you know. I do know about. It that. usually doesn't get violent. No, no. usually not. Um, just a quick overview for our listeners and for Todd, um, for our spirits matchup today. We're gonna have five rounds. It's um, my team versus John's team. They're gonna be blind tasted. Um, in, in front of Todd, he's got um, both of our bourbon ones. They are blind though. He doesn't know which one is which, whose is whose. Um, but he's gonna taste bourbon one versus bourbon one, and he's gonna pick a winner. And then we'll. We'll let you guys know like whose it was, what it was, and we can talk about it. But uh, and that'll get a point. Five rounds. Whoever gets the most points wins the matchup. Let's remind the listeners this is the second of three matchups. John won the first one, so we need a strong showing from Parker today. Well, you know what they say: even a broken watch is right twice a day. And you are uh, broken, so, <laughs> so hopefully you'll be right at least once this year. So we'll we'll see. I'm I'm hoping I can you know. Get back in this matchup here. Otherwise, it's going to be a pretty short contest. But, Are you uh, going to call best three out of five if, if I win this one? Well, let's not talk about that just yet. <laughs> it's going to be some creative editing. But after there the- has been some thoughts about that, perhaps. I'm, I'm, I'm plenty confident that won't be necessary, hopefully. Um, so <laughs> um, but yeah, so we said we're going to have bourbon, two, a, bourbon, a second round of bourbon, a rye round, a rum round, and then a flex round. And as we... Learn from our last matchup. Flex can be anything. Um, so very excited to see how this turns out uh, about the contest before we get started. I've been hearing about this for a long time, so very excited to be a participant. Awesome. Now, we are so happy to have you as an impartial, you don't see me doing air quotes, guys, impartial judge. I do think uh, Todd is very impartial. I, tr- I strongly trust his, uh, his palate, so yeah, he's so definitely going to choose me. I have every confidence he's going to make the right choice. Um, so yeah, let's get started I'm sorry, here. did you say the right choice? I said the right choice. Okay, um, just to make sure. Let, let's get started, but first, just a quick word from our sponsor. All right, we're back. And the first round of begins bourbon number one. I want to make the point that for the past like 30 seconds, Todd's already been like smelling these and like checking them out. So like he's ready to go. I well, am. He's been down um, shadow boxing uh, in the basement for the last 45 <laughs> minutes. Ready to go. 
uh, bourbon A, it's got a pretty traditional nose. It's a little grainy, which makes me think it might be a little on the young side. These yeah. are the moments. It, it, this is like, man, I, I feel like this is like the Super Bowl. And, you know, it's third and long. It's like, this, this is the play that's going to make the game. And it's only the first round. I I'm, mean, yeah, you're really early on I'm that. but Tense. I appreciate, though, how serious Todd is. He just took a sip of water just before he's mm-hmm. trying bourbon B. All business. No, I fun. love the narration over mm-hmm. consuming. I might have to have you guys over and just do that outside of the podcast. <laughs> just yeah, watch we, it. Yeah, we also do birthday parties and bar mitzvahs. Um. Mostly bar mitzvahs, <laughs> yeah. actually. You'd be surprised. Just take, took a sip of bourbon B. Bourbon B has a more interesting nose. It has like almost like a little funk on the nose, which is not very common, at least for bourbons that I've had. Well, that's probably just Parker. He's sitting very close to you. <laughs> it's a little bit uh, more balanced, bolder, kind of a more consistent flavor profile all the way through. It's got a really good finish. I'm going to have to hands down go with Bourbon B. Bourbon B. Bourbon B is Michter's Tenure, which is a Parker choice. Woo! <laughs> well, and Bourbon A was Weller Foolproof, and that was John's choice. Wow. But to be yeah. fair, the Weller Foolproof did come off of Parker's shelf, so not a total loss. That is true. And that Michter's Tenure came off of John's shelf. Thank you so much for your contribution. I'll be taking that bottle home tonight. Graciously accepted. <laughs> that, so that, that makes some sense, right? Because right. the Foolproof's around seven. Compared to the ten year, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is rumored to be potentially sourced from Bean. But, uh, oh, for sure, those you know those rumors. But big fan. I mean, I've always been a fan of the of the Mictors ten year. I mean, it's no Mictors twenty, but it's pretty good. Well, we all know. <laughs> yeah. So I do. I will say that going into this, I knew that you had you had put Mictors ten year in the lineup as part of you know your your overall mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. bench roster. Yeah. And uh, when we knew Todd was coming on as a guest, I did get a little worried because I do know the man does like Mictors. So I'm glad we're past this round. And I will say this, may the next round be better than the last. <laughs> I'm surprised, though, because I, I do like Weller Foolproof, but maybe I don't. So I'll have to revisit that blind. I mean, maybe someday. it was just that barrel. I maybe know, that, that was a, uh, I believe that was a store pick. Oh, so, okay. An unnamed store. Yeah. Um, so very interesting. Off to a good start. We can all agree. All right. On, on to Bourbon 2 here. Exciting. Um, bourbon A, a little bit of kind of syrupiness on the nose. He's really... Mm. He's holding it by the bottom so he doesn't heat it up. Mm-hmm. He's got a nice sweet finish. This is a man who... Pretty long finish, too. Yeah. So we all hope for. Mm. On to uh, Bourbon B. A lot of... Caramel on the nose, like strong caramel, not just the, like the accent notes that you get from like all bourbons. Mm. Yeah, the tension is palpable. Well, it's because he's making love to the glass in front of our faces. Hmm. <laughs> this one's a little closer. Mm. I have to go in for a take second. Your time. No, take absolutely. your time. Yeah, absolutely. take your time. There is no. Are you ready for Feel a free seventy? To sip some water in between. You know. Do anything you want in between. I bet, this I is going to be a seventy-two minute pod. Yes. For sure, for sure. Listen, the, people, the people have been clamoring for it. If it four well, commercial breaks, it's going to be great. This podcast is filmed in uh, eight millimeter as well, so <laughs> it's full feature. That was a very strange Nicolas Cage movie, if you ever saw that. Not yet. 
don't think so. Are you being a Nicolas Cage fan, John? I mean, I've seen the National Treasure movies. He is Whoa. a National Treasure. That's where you went for Nicolas Cage. You didn't go rock. Oh. I mean, The Rock is a classic. I, I mean, was, I was yeah. just telling Jenny about uh, Gone in 60 Seconds just yesterday. She has not seen it. You were explaining, yes, what happened mm-hmm. yesterday. Mm-hmm. Of course, it was a reference to all the car thefts we've been having in the city lately. But That would make sense. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't know. I drive a 2000 Honda Accord. My car is safe. <laughs> yeah, no, one's, you're, no one's looking for that you're one. You're going to be just fine. Oh, yeah. This one is close, but I think I'm going to have to go with Bourbon B. It's just a little bit more complete all the way through. Bourbon A is Old Forester single barrel, oh. uh, barrel strength. Bourbon B is, is Elijah Craig barrel proof. That is John's. John gets the win. <sighs> that Elijah Craig barrel proof is such a good bottle. <laughs> um, and I do have about 10 of those open on the bar right now. So yeah. Man. Makes sense. Yeah. All it's hard to beat. It's hard to beat. I mean, those are two. I mean, what a great matchup. Two barrel proofs against each other. Up until recently, you couldn't even have done that with Old Forester because they weren't doing barrel strength, and now they are. So I thought it was very interesting that the the matchups were so like it was like Weller full proof and Michter's ten, and then and then uh, Old Forester barrel strength, and then Elijah Craig barrel proof ended up matching up against each other, and I thought that was going to be a very interesting one. And you said that it was close, so that that's really interesting. Yeah. It worries me that I didn't realize how high proof both of those were. I well, think I have burnt my pat- my my tongue completely <laughs> blind of recognizing proof. Well, that'll be good when you try Parker's next. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, our, our, but I mean, it's it's not. Yours is not like exempt from that. You realize that, right? Well, I just hope that he tries Parker's before mine. Would you like a cheese it? <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> All right. Uh, um, so yeah, our next round is going to be the rye round. But first, we're going to take a quick break. For round number three, the rye round. Yep. We got rye. Let's get it right. Uh, that was a good one. That's great. That's, that, although my, I will say my favorite rye, as far as names... That we, that we own is the writer's block from mm. that uh, uh, Indiana distillery, which I, I don't know why that amuses me. How do they so spell much. that? With the, as, with R-Y. R- <laughs> R-Y-E-T-E-R. Writer's block. Yeah. Good stuff. That's really funny. So the first rye is uh, it's pretty approachable. You're, you're tasting A first? First, yeah. A is the first one. Okay. It's got some pine. It's got some kind of traditional rye um, scents, but it's it's pretty mild. And I think that flows through to the palate and the finish too. It's uh, it's a pretty like delicate pour. It doesn't drink very hot by any means. B has a lot going on in the nose. It's a lot more unique. I get a lot more mint. I'd maybe even call it like a mint bomb. It's just so much mint. Our listeners can't see the, the dirty looks John and I are giving each other during this uh, very tense moment. Let me describe it to you. My look was, fuck you, Parker. <laughs> that, that is what he said to me with his eyes. On rye B, the mint does not transfer to the palate and the finish, though, which is interesting. It actually finishes a little less like a rye than the first one. Hmm. You don't say. <laughs> Cut the tension with a knife in this room right now. Mm-hmm. In all honesty, I, I don't love all rye. Turns so, out he doesn't like rye at all. Yeah, this is actually terrible. And, uh, <laughs> he hates all, both of them. He wants them both to lose. But I can be objective on which one is uh, the more premium choice. 
and premium in your sense, or I mean, you're not just like chasing by like dollar signs over here. You're just trying to figure out what you like. I'm trying right? to taste the dollars. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. They're, they're just so not coming sure. through. It makes sense because you are wearing a top hat right now. Yeah, the monocle was a dead giveaway. This is how this was going to go. And I go. think we did email you saying you didn't have to wear the tails, but I do appreciate that you did. <laughs> yeah, it's. I mean, I was going to wear them no matter what. I wear them for every podcast. And do you remember where he put his cane with the diamond on the top? <laughs> yeah, that's it's an arcane holder we have at the entrance <laughs> okay. of the studio. Wow, this is tough. You know, this is the second matchup we've had where the rise have really come down to it. They always say that it's really, really tight margins on the rye. I mean, you know, that's. I attribute that to our great drafting. Yeah. Um, you know. I think based on the complexity and the uniqueness, I'm going to have to go with B, the, the mint bomb. That's part That's got to be mine. I knew it. I knew it. Oh. Yes. I don't think that, yeah, that makes sense. What was it? New Riff, uh, Single Barrel Rye, which I chose. That was Jenny's pick. And then... At the distillery. At the distillery. Will it? Yeah. No. What? New, new Riff. No, he's at, he's at, he's at, the, Oh, the other one was Old Forester Rye. Ah. Which, which, Todd, you did a great job. As soon as you explained what A was, even before you tried B, I was like... That is the new. That is the old Forester, yeah. and so which, we, by the way, is a fantastic rye. Right, old I mean, rye. and uh, obviously off of, off of my bar. Right. Well, I mean, everybody's got old Forester <laughs> oh, rye. As, in their as bar. you shouldn't. If you don't, you should go right, buy a bottle. Right. I mean, it was just out of convenience that it was off of your bar mm -hmm. because I have it on my bar too, yes. and we're taping at your place. Yes, that was. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so that that particular bottle of rye, though, Jenny picked at the distillery, the new Riff bottle, mm -hmm. which makes it special. Yeah, right. it is it, very special. It is very special. I did a um, a. Uh, flight of rye tastes when we were there and he did some of like their single barrels and they had pointed that one out to me and I was like oh my gosh this is so good it's and it's the the mint that they specify is spearmint mm -hmm. they call it a spearmint bomb is how they described it and it is very very good John's giving it a try <laughs> no um, I'm not <laughs> um, prove it no it's fantastic and, and, and you know when you're kind of a big deal like Chai Spirits guys is like you get the premium bottles that's kind of how that goes so mm -hmm. and sometimes that's a burden you just show up and you just want to be a regular guy and they're like are you a Chai Spirits guy and you're like, like ah guilty as charged I can't tell a lie I did chop down that cherry tree yeah. and yeah. I am a Chai Spirits guy and it's like the next thing you know you got all these great bottles to try for the exact same price that everybody else can buy them at <laughs> <laughs> exactly alright so Todd is starting to sniff the rum Round, round number four, rum. Yeah. So I'm a little new to rum, so I'm not going to be able to be as uh, succinct with my tasting notes. That's fine. But these are pretty different. The first one, uh, it's got that kind of traditional rum funk on the nose. Again, you are very close to Parker. I don't know why you have your mm -hmm. arm around him, but... <laughs> <laughs> Keep sl slipping money. <laughs> mm -hmm. Your hand, I'll get it. Wow. It does not transfer through the palate and the finish. It's, no no uh, funk on that? It, no, it's a, it's a pretty light pour, um, despite what I'm getting on the nose. Yeah, it's really good. B has the funk, but it, that nose has funk and sweetness. Hmm. It's weird describing pours and just having three people stare at me. Yeah, yeah. That's, uh... <laughs> you want to continue the narration? Somebody, somebody throw a pie. Well, it's either, it's either we stare at you or we throw daggers at each other with mm -hmm. our eyes. So. 
This seems more safe. Lots of mm. tension. No, I, I honestly think that I, lo I love this contest, by the way. I think this is going to be the start of many more similar type um, look com for, competitions. Look for something uh, March Madness like. Right. What are we even doing with for March sure. if in not the spring? Competing against each other. Mm -hmm. So I don't think either of these are high proof. They, they both seem pretty approachable from a proof. No common well, perspective. Well, I'm just going to say this, and I'm actually not sure which one's which, but uh, comparatively to some of the bourbons you've had earlier, yeah, I'm sure right. those, they're not. They probably all taste like molasses. Maybe I shouldn't have started with Booker's. <laughs> Before. Everything, everything is lower proof than Booker's. This one's really close as well. Pretty much only the first one wasn't. Hmm. Yeah. Just... Mm. Think it out, Todd. Don't go too fast. But then Sorry. again, don't take too long. Don't overthink it. You don't Apologize know. You don't even. You don't even know what you want him to do. Like you're like. Right. Right. Just just choose either, the right either, one. Either one of those could go poorly for you. This traces back to the competitiveness between you two because you chose, you know, very competitive pours. Mm -hmm. Right. And we did know who the judge was going in. We just didn't know which pours we were going to, like, which bottles yep. each of us was going to choose. So. Yeah, we drafted our teams and then... I knew what was on his bench. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. For the rum, it, like I said, it's really, really close, but I'm going to have to go with, with A. Oh, boy. That's, that's John's. So that's Dorley's rum, mm. which is a 12-year rum, and Parker's was Plantation Peru. Well... What's funny about that is the uh, price difference on those bottles is about, you could get one and a half the Dorleys for uh, the... Pretty substantial, though you can't get Dorleys in Illinois. Right, well, yes, yeah. so we got to factor in the travel cost. Yes, yes. Dor um, Dorley stock just went up. And, uh, by, I mean, by cents. Both great rums on my bar. So uh, no yeah. <laughs> this is interesting, though, because now the flex decides it. I'm wildly aware of this. Thank you, Jenny. Um <laughs> I know that you know that. I'm talking about. I'm talking about this for the listener I, I and know. for me. <laughs> oh man! I'm trying. I'm uh, trying to titillate the listener. That Dorley's is so fucking good. I'm so. Ma I'm still mad at you. As as if anyone who listened to the draft episode, I was upset then, and because I knew this moment would happen. That Peru rum is so freaking good, but that Dorley's is just sneaky approachable and. So now we've reached the portion of the podcast where I drink something and I don't know what it is. We don't even right. Know. It's a it's a it's a flex. So it could be bourbon, rot, it could be vodka, it could I'm, be I'm pretty certain mezcal, looking it at could these be literally anything. I'm pretty certain looking at these that neither of those are a mezcal. Um, I yeah, but not to well, spoil I'm just it. saying I'm explaining okay. the purpose of the flex I don't want to position. Give anything away to Todd, but those are both probably mezcals. <laughs> I was gonna say peppermint schnapps. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is where my confidence bourbon, plummets, bourbon. though, when I think that I'm drinking a rum and they're actually two bourbons. You ever had a bourbon schnapps before? Oh man, uh, you know I did see. That. A, the thing is, though, this is where it's more free for you, Todd, because it's more just like, well, mm -hmm. I like this one. There is no right answer. I don't um, like this one. Uh, Foursquare is coming out with a rum cream. Nope. And I will be buying a bottle of that immediately. Hell yeah. What do you, what do, you do with the rum cream? I don't know yet. But drink, gonna... drink it over... Ice. Ice, or put it in coffee. Hmm. Yeah. Make a coolada so, out so of it. So, Todd, your thoughts on Flex A? Did you so, taste that? Flex is weird, so I'm going to call it mystery pour. Sure. sure. I always say bonus pour, too. A bonus. Yeah. Yeah, no, Flex is more for our fantasy football fans out there. who. Uh... <laughs> it really is. That's the, that's the whole point of this. That's why, like, a Flex position as a, a fantasy so we'll football go, thing. Yes, for the purpose of this mystery yeah. pour. What do you think of that tight end? <laughs> <laughs> mystery pour, a, it's a bourbon. 
Maybe. And it's good. It's on the lighter side. John and I just exchanging glances. It's <laughs> I yeah, I do wish we had video on both of your just, faces just right now. Just for the with with the Patreon support with Patreon support next uh, spirits lineup fantasy mm-hmm. you could uh, see the daggers we're throwing at each other. Mm-hmm. It's virtual assault. I, I like a. It's on the delicate side, and maybe it's just because of the higher proof stuff I was drinking earlier. But what, what did you say? It's a what? A medallic on side? On, uh, it's on the delicate, oh, delicate, side. delicate side. Nothing. Uh, it's not. That was that was that was a by the way. It's cough inducing. <clears throat> I don't know which one's which, so I don't know why you're slandering one of them. <laughs> I'm just uh, trying to be fair. Mm-hmm. I'm, gonna t- I'm now about to shit talk B because because <laughs> Todd just took Keep a sip of it. Yeah. Keep it even. <clears throat> this one's pretty clear, actually. So B. B has a graininess to it, which always kind of shows some youth mm-hmm. or maybe it should have been aged a little bit longer so a is the the clear winner for me a is remus repeal reserve five yes and mm. b is elijah craig um wendy city zippers pick it's a 10 year old bourbon so Ooh. Parker not... gets the win today Woo! wow um we are tied up <laughs> <laughs> oh man in this matchup <laughs> and we go to matchup three who's our who's our guest for the matchup you know we matchup? have not settled on the judge for matchup number three yet we're working on that still okay but it will be obviously incredibly important that i bribe them beforehand um of course <laughs> and and i will say that this has been a very fair matchup mm-hmm. um it mm-hmm. was down to the wire mm-hmm. and you guys both that. you guys both knew todd fairly equally in his his tastes and what he likes so For like sure. you guys had a decent um i mean i, I chance didn't at this one yeah neither of us drafted our lineup thinking that todd was going to be a judge uh he came mm-hmm. on board and graciously joined our podcast uh episode we never knew that todd was going to be on this we always yeah. thought he was going to be just yeah. our first listener and greatest fan yeah fantastic stuff though so so todd what was your favorite overall like give us some overall thoughts on the stuff you tried what would... so i think there's an asterisk to tasting like this, sure. like side by side, mm-hmm. because there is influence that drags because, and this is part of the fun with doing blind tastings. How much would you say it costs to influence that? <laughs> it's too late now. Man. It was the $80 that Parker's <laughs> helped me. 80, 80. Before easy. you got Okay, there. good to know, good to know. Because, you know, next time. It, it, it It's crazy to, to, I just bought this Windy City Sippers uh, Elijah Craig uh, yesterday because i Plowed through two bottles. It's fantastic. I would have never guessed that that's what it was. But I do think there's some influence going on from the previous things I've drank. Yeah. I mean, when you look at the proof, yeah, it's hard to put that last. And the speed yeah. of going kind of side by side so quickly mm-hmm. and not mm-hmm. yeah. you know, washing your mouth out and taking a little bit of a break. Well, what is the proof on that uh, Winnie City Sippers pick? 94. It's a legend. Okay. Because the Remus is only 100, so it's not that big. They're, they're pretty close to each other, yeah. It's um, hard at the end after they've done, after barrel strength and Elijah yeah. barrel proof. I mean, we had a very good, high-proof second round. Yes. For to sure. answer your question, though, the Michter's 10 was really, really strong. I'd love um, to know if that were true. If, you, if, if in like an alternate universe, if we had never revealed any of the answers until like right now. Only because, you know, ident- bottle identity is so important to each other. Like, I, I like 
Old Forester bunch, Brown Foreman products. And so I think it's hard for me when I know that something's Brown Foreman to not pick it. Do you really think that the, what, what was it about the Michter's tenure that stood out for you compared to maybe some of the other picks? Was it? Are you calling me a brand whore when it comes to bourbon? I think we all are. I, I don't think anybody can be. I mean, I Parker the, has his. I think the word he was using was tater. That was a. <laughs> no. Because Mictors isn't. Todd less... the tater has too much of a ring to it. Let's it, not start that. I mean, that's unfair. But I think that like everybody has their brand they like. Whether it's like popular or not. Like, Parker, you like plantations because I, it starts I, with a P. I do. I do. That's, <laughs> that, that's the only reason. Yeah. And, not because and, it's delicious. And they have, they have the packaging is very pretty. That's uh, you. What well, I mean, you love being able to pick it up by the little uh, strings on the sides. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. But um, no, I mean, I I'm just wondering because I know I am. Uh, I have to like fight that a little bit. But I, I honestly, I mean, I trust your palate enough that like you pick Mictor Sen because you know that you like it the best. And um, is there something about Mictor Sen that you just generally find yourself like going towards, or because like. Is it is it sometimes different from bottle to bottle too? I mean, what's the deal? It is. We've been talk- we were talking a little bit during the break because they're single barrels, so they they can have some variation. And I had a bad experience with the first Mictors Ten that I bought, and I didn't like it. And then I that kinda, was like years ago. That was years ago. It was in 2018, and I kind of shied away from um, opening up additional Mictors Ten Year bottles. And then later, fast forward two years, I tried it again, a different bottle from a different year and it was really good and I think some of them are just maybe not so good and some of them might be exceptional and that's just kind of what you get when you roll the dice with single barrels but for this particular one it it is just incredibly solid now what I wonder is if I had done that round last instead of first Mm. I wonder if that would have been different because of just the influence of everything else that you've drank throughout the the tasting and actually though I mean the fact that you did drink some uh uh, other stuff like beforehand, I think is kind of nice too, though, because sometimes when you come into like a tasting and you you haven't had any whiskey or anything at all that day, the very first sip can be very off-putting. So I kind of think that it was a fair start. I do wonder yeah. though. I, I I do I like leading with the bourbon because you get two bourbons right in a row, and you know bourbon being in yes generally those are gonna be the higher proof things, but then you kind of get to cycle down with. Rye, which can be high proof, but I don't think the ryes we picked are particularly high proof. Well, and the the new riff one is a little bit, but a, l- a little bit, yeah, you're right. No, you're right. And then the, the rums, you know, even like the the those rums, I think were both in the well, one of them was like 86 proof, I think, yeah. and the other one was maybe maybe 100 proof. Yeah. Um. So Rum's yeah, you kind of get back down to a little more reasonable. So by the time you get to that third bourbon, which the last contest we did, neither of us had bourbon in our flex. Right. I had a uh, a rum. You had an Armagnac. Armagnac yeah. So the, you know, it very much could have just been totally different. But they knew they knew what Todd liked, so they chose. They both chose bourbon. Uh, Clearly, yeah. yeah. You know, I thought I thought you might enjoy that. Remus for people deserve series five, and uh, I was right. Well, I do want to see what Todd thinks about with that ten year old and its graininess on a on a normal day. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, you, you you tried hard, John, and that's the important thing. I think I tried about as hard this time as you did last time. <laughs> Woo. Oh man! Well, I will see you in matchup number three. Um, Thanks so much, everybody. Uh, Todd, thank you so much for yeah. being our guest judge. Hope yeah. you had fun doing it. We had fun with it. It's a blast. Love the new table. The setup here is very professional. Awesome. Great, great studio. So yes, thank you very much. Well, you know, we're we're becoming a kind of a big deal, guys. Chai Spirits, guys. People are talking about it. Um, check us out on Instagram. At Chai Spirits, guys. Yep. And uh, if you got fun ideas uh, for 
episodes or you just want to ask us questions, uh, chispiritsguys at uh, gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. And uh, yeah, guys, we got some fun, fun episodes um, on in the works for the future. Um, we've got Jenny interviewed a distiller over at uh, Cincinnati Distilling. So we'll be doing a whole lineup of stuff we got from them and, uh, and playing some of that interview, which we're really excited about. And uh, a lot of fun episodes coming up. Some cool rum. I'm, you know how I love rum, but a lot of cool rum episodes upcoming. And then a few bourbon ones too. So I like that. Uh, rum in the wintertime just feels tropical. Yeah. Yeah. And it gets you out of your, you know, your cold, you know, snowy. But also notice that some of our listeners are not from Chicago. So who, who doesn't love being in the tropics though? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And we got an Irish whiskey episode coming up. Um, and then a, a variety of other fun stuff. And so thanks so much, guys. We look forward to seeing you again soon or hearing from you. And uh, we'll see you next time on Chai Spirits, guys. Bye.